we know part of the federal budget unveiled yesterday is more investment in dental care. It was something the NDP has been calling for, a key part of the NDP's support for the federal Liberals. But what will this announcement and this funding do for millions of Canadians who don't currently have dental insurance and maybe aren't going to the dentist because of that? Well, joining us to talk more about this is Ondina Love, who is with the Canadian Dental Hygienists Association. Thank you so much for taking some time. Well, thanks so much, Jill. Uh, what is your reaction to this investment and the hope that more Canadians will be able to get dental care? Well, we're absolutely thrilled. It's a historic investment in health care. Um, traditionally, the federal government has funded traditional medical care uh, model with nurses and doctors, and they're finally starting to recognize the importance of oral care to overall health. And do you think that it will actually translate into that in that is that one of the biggest barricades or why people are not going to see a dentist or seeing a dentist on a regular basis is because of the cost? Um, it's, it's one of the main factors why people don't go see a dentist or dental hygienist is cost. It's a huge barrier in access to care. I know there was some talk as well earlier on of, of changing kind of the model in that maybe somebody would go to a hygienist or, or would be open more open to maybe going to a hygienist if, if it didn't involve going to the dentist every time or if there was an easier, more streamlined way of doing it. Would, would you like to see that part of this? Well, that's absolutely an, an option in Canada. Um, dental hygienists are independently um, regulated in all provinces in the country. And right now, dental um, the public can go see a, dent, a dental hygienist. Um, we have many dental hygienists who work independent of a traditional dental office. We have lots of dental hygienists in BC, too, that actually provide services in long-term care homes. They have mobile clinics. Um, and so they're, they're doing a lot of unique um, opportunities for care. And a lot of people don't really like to hear that dentist drill, so they, they choose to go to see a dental hygienist. And, of course, the hygienist will refer them if they need further care. Right. And, and it can be, can't it, the the anxiety of going to the dentist, even if you're not going for work that involves the, having the drill on you, if you can even hear it off in the distance, that uh, can be enough for somebody to not go. Absolutely. You know, there is dental anxiety and um, dental hygienists uh, are trained in preventive care, which is a key component of this new Canadian dental care plan is prevention because we want to prevent disease before it happens. Uh, the announcement and then uh, some of the numbers actually that your group put out as numbers of note as well, saying $13 billion over five years uh, starting this year, more uh, about $250 million over three years. This is all supporting oral health and oral health access fund. How important is it that the Canadians we see accessing that fund are children or getting people in at a younger age and making sure that, that dental care is a priority? And that's a great question. That's why um, this year the federal government didn't want to wait for this new plan, which will be in, in, in effect at the end of this year. So currently, children under 12 can access the Canada Dental Benefit. Um, so it's actually direct upfront tax-free payments of up to $1,300 over two years per child. And to date, um, it's, this benefit has helped more than 240,000 children receive that dental care we need. And we, we've heard from um, dental hygienists across the country that people have come in because the CRA will send them a check in advance of going to their, their dental or dental hygiene appointment. And they come in, they're so proud. They have the money to pay for the dental care that their child needs. 
And so we've heard many stories of dental hygienists just thrilled seeing people bringing their children in who've never received care. So by the end of this year, they're expanding that program to be um, under 18, um, seniors and people um, with disabilities. And so that and then eventually by 2025, it'll be all Canadians with um, incomes of under $90,000 family income. Is it people generally speaking then that don't have benefits through work that are paying out of pocket that that you think are are missing out on dental, uh, uh, maintaining regular dental care? Yeah, we know about one third of Canadians don't have access to employer-sponsored health and dental benefits. And so if they have to pay out of pocket, normally, especially in a tight economic times like we're living in today, um, dental care isn't a priority. It's food and housing that are more of a priority. And what does it look like when you see somebody, too, as far as, well, I'll start with the phobia. For people that do have a dental phobia, do you think, is it is it more caused by maybe you didn't have experience in dental offices as a child or you're not used to that, or is it more that you had a bad experience? Um, I'm not an expert on dental phobias, but I'm, I'm saying that dental care has evolved significantly over the years. And a lot of offices provide very caring and supportive environments. Pediatric offices have very child-friendly offices. And um, dental hygienists um, understand how to do the preventative care and um, not the invasive treatment unless, they, of course, that the, the, the child um, needs it. So I, I, wouldn't, I would encourage people to learn about oral health education and, and try going to see a, a local dental hygienist or dental practice to receive the care they need because it really does prevent disease and there's a huge link between oral disease and um, overall health. There's actually data on that today. And I would imagine too that you see people also who have put it off for whatever reason, if if it is the out-of-pocket expense or or a bad experience, have put it off and then then I would imagine it, it takes a long time or it could potentially take a lot longer to get back on track and to deal with if you do, if you've had kind of compiling issues with your oral health care. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's important to get children in as early as possible. I mean, in the new interim dental benefit, we hear stories of um, dental um, dental hygienists seeing patients who they've never met, seen before. So the parents are bringing their children in and there's high rates of caries in the children. And so they have to treat that and then they also have to prevent further disease and decay. So it's, it's you know, really never too early to bring your child in for um, oral health care. Is there a, an idea out there or is there kind of, is it um, a, a misconception that baby teeth aren't as important perhaps as permanent teeth? Baby teeth are absolutely just as important as permanent teeth. And I think you're absolutely right. It is a misconception. And why do you think that that, that is still kind of out there? Uh, I think if people don't really understand the importance of um, oral health until they actually are in pain. So children have to People have to miss school or work due to dental pain or health pain. Um, people can't eat or chew or swallow. And then they go, oh, this is an issue. So they, they normally you know, don't recognize the importance of um, preventing disease. So dental caries is the number one disease in the world. And it's primarily preventable.
And I know you're you're not an accountant, but I, I'm guessing we can look at these numbers too. And it is a big number in in the budget, the yeah. the number that was put forward as far as 13 billion dollars over five years. But is it is it safe to say that by putting that kind of an investment in getting people to the dentist sooner, before they are in those scenarios that you just mentioned, that it is an investment that it does prevent very expensive and time consuming procedures down the line? Absolutely, and it will it will save money in Canada's publicly funded healthcare system. We know that millions of dollars are spent every year in emergency rooms for people to go in for dental emergencies, and there's no treatment. There's no dentists on staff in emergency rooms and hospitals. They send them home with a Tylenol three and say, "See a dentist as soon as you can." Um, and so I, I'm, we're hope we're hopeful that this will be just one example. Um, but there's also a lot of research that it may uh, it'll prevent disease, people will be employable because they'll have good oral health, children will be um, fewer missed school days. So there's a whole host of benefits that should positively impact the economy. Um, because, you know, people can't even get an entry-level job if they don't have good oral health or a good smile. All right. Well, Andina, thanks so much for joining us with your response to this announcement in the federal budget. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks so much for your interest.